<sighs> check, 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 check. Yeah, 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 yeah. We in the house. We are, we are. Super duty, tough work. We can't be stopped. In the building. We can't be quarantined. Nah, man. Cannot be infected. <laughs> we are ill, though. Yeah, we're the illest podcast. Right, the illest podcast. But not contaminated, right. infected. Right, no virus, <laughs> no virus, but the illest, but the illest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, we want to thank you all for listening every week. Yeah, many of you still at home need some entertainment. Yeah, last week a lot of people. I got some. I got text messages. Really, it's a, it's it's rare that mm-hmm. I get text messages about an episode yeah. i got text messages about last week like yo i needed that that's fire yeah like that's, hell yeah it's fresh that's so, why we do it yeah man you know people need they need some optimism right now right they right. need somebody to come in with some humor some levity some jokes you know mm. some people might get mad at our jokes sometimes but we gonna get these jokes on <laughs> right and uh we need that so uh you want to get that to the people man and we're gonna keep it going this week right because who would we be if we did not Come back with more and more, you know what I'm saying? More and more flyness. Just joints. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this week, we're going to talk about albums. New albums. Because we've done one album reviews episode. Yes. It's pretty popular. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to bring back the album reviews episode. Word. For those of you who be wondering what you need to listen to, what's good, what ain't. In this episode, we're going to talk about like four to five albums. We're going to talk about... Royce's new album. Yeah. J Electronica's new album. Of course. Friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Count Base D's new album. Uh-huh. And then lastly, we're gonna talk about Boldy James and Midas the Beast. Word. We'll put those together. because uh, I think the conversation is gonna be kind of be similar with those a little it bit. It definitely is. If I know you, like I think I know you. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about those records today and uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Where? We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. So yeah, man, here we are. Yeah. Ready to do the damn thing. Yes, yes, yes. Super Duty Tough Work, talking about rap this week. Mm-hmm album reviews mm-hmm. as you know how we get down we're gonna give it to you on the dylon scale <laughs> flame emojis yes flame emoji scale uh, if you're at home keeping score you can use flame emojis you can also use the 100 emoji uh-huh but it's five five total out of five emojis or dylons uh-huh is how we're gonna rate these albums yeah and you know we're gonna talk about the highlights we're going to talk about maybe some low lights, mm-hmm. you know, where we think the album falls short or not. And we're just going to give our general feel because we're not really part of the media. Nah, we don't have to do it like they do. We're actually fans. Yeah, we're fans. Yeah. So it's, this should be a little more balanced, but it's still going to be kind of biased because we're fans. If we don't like it, right. But hopefully y'all appreciate this. And so first up, Royce, the five, nine, the allegory. Yeah. Let's talk about this record. Let's talk about it. Okay, now let's start where we, where you and I first talked about this record. Yeah. The day it came out, uh-huh. we were recording. Uh-huh. You came over. Yeah. And you were like, this record sucks. Yeah, I, well, I didn't say it sucked. You were like, I, I said, it's I said, boring? I, yeah, I said it was boring. I did say you it was did boring. Not like it that day. I did not like it on first listen. I was not impressed. Right. And I, which, which is funny because after you came over, you were so. I was like, I gotta hear this record now, right? Right. Because if my man don't like, what is Royce doing? Mm-hmm. Because I was seeing other people like, yo, this record is actually pretty good. Yeah. 
And so uh, I will say this about the Royce record. It's like, this is probably his best solo record to me. But, and if it's not his best, it's at least his most interesting record. Okay. Like, even if you don't like some of the songs on it, Mm -hmm. I found myself being engaged with the record Mm -hmm. throughout the whole listen, Mm -hmm. simply because the way it was put together, the thought and the craft that went into, you know, the beginnings and endings of songs, um, the skits, I found that it was just like, wow, he's really putting in work on his record. Mm -hmm. This is not slapped together. It's actually well thought out and well constructed. And it has like a weird, unconventional, almost like there's things on it that as a producer that are kind of sloppy. Right. But it gives it this really unique yes, charm. It gives it a feel. Right. And I was like, is it just me? Because obviously I listen to some beats. I'm like, yeah. He, but then I found out that he produced it. Right. Which is why it sounds kind of off weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. Something that a per- person who's been produ- produced their whole life would never do. Mm-hmm. He does on the record. But because he does it on every song, mm-hmm. it sounds consistent. Mm-hmm. More consistent than it would if he had 20 different producers. Mm-hmm. And so overall, I'm like, this record is the record where Royce actually woke me back up again. Mm-hmm. Simply because... I felt like I had him figured out prior to this record. Sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, like I've, I've listened to this record now, probably maybe 10 times in total. Yeah. That's a good amount. And every time I listen to it, I start to like it more. A little bit more. A little bit more. (laughs) And like right now, I think this is probably one of the best records out right now. Yes. Lyrically, nothing is touching it. No. No, like no, bar no, no, no. wise, even these guests, even the guest appearances. Yes. Bar wise, it is on another level. I mean, like there is glimpses of mixtape Royce on this record. I agree. Oh, God. There's some. Oh, man. He's got some bars. Dog. So the good. the uh, um, I don't age. Yeah. 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 My God. Yeah. He, he literally. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing about. And that was my concern. I was like, if he's not rhyming over those mm-hmm. premiere style beats, mm-hmm. can he still bring the bars, the right. heavy bars? Yeah. Oh, bro. I yeah. mean, and even on topic, mm-hmm. the bar, like the topics with the bars weaved in and the metaphors and stuff like the more like this is one of those that had to grow on me. Mm-hmm. And now that it's grown on me, like there's certain joints that I play pretty religiously yeah like there's a couple so like probably maybe five or six that are like go-to songs whenever i put the record on yeah just just to hear the the lyrics yeah i agree and some of the production is actually really really good yes really good yes really good yeah man yeah it's like this dude actually broke all of his formulas Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm It made a good record. Yeah, he broke all his formulas and then reconstructed something new. Yeah. My only problem with it is too long. I totally agree. I think you shave three songs off of it, maybe four. Mm -hmm. You've got the makings of probably a classic. Oh, it's 45 minutes? Yeah. Classic record. Yeah, it's just a little too long. A little too long. Where I'm just like, oh, if you just got rid of three of these, this shit would be flawless. And I know which ones, too. The... uh, <laughs> I would I get rid of tricked. Yep, tricked should um, be gone. My people free is okay. It's just a little mellow. My people free is cool. It's cool, and, and there's probably one more. But I'm just like, yeah. The joint with um with um your boy from um from Griselda, not Benny, because he got one with all three. I like of them. Benny. Yeah. Oh yeah, the one with West Side Gun. The that would be the third Gun. one. Yep, it's, it, can, it can go. Yeah, because it's not the top 10, 15 on that oh, record. Oh, no, at not all. at all. Like, the beat is okay and the yep. rhymes are whatever. I, but, yeah, there's songs that are way more fire. Oh, God. Like, uh, like my highlights on it are the uh, the Mr. Grace intro. Yes. That shit, for a dude who doesn't do beats, he made some dynamic-ass shit. Oh, my God. I mean, the um, dope, dope Man joint. Yeah. If he he produced that, How? the Dope Man joint... That sound like good. That sound like Quincy Jones like yes. conducting an orchestra. What we we gotta have a. What does he know about music going into this? Does I don't he got, know. What is it? Because it doesn't make sense to me that a guy who's never produced an album could do this. But the, I mean, it's one of those that things well. like you put 
you put somebody that's been around Dre, yeah. that's been around Dilla, that's been around, you know what I'm saying? It's like true. it's kind of like me, it's like true. being around you, being around Prism, being yeah. around Blockhead, like. Me starting out where I started, I still was like probably at least a year or two ahead of where I probably should have been. That's a fact. If I'd never been around y'all. Yeah. So it's very different. Granted, I, I got to get my own footing, but we don't know how long he's actually been making beats. That's what I want to know. You know because, what I'm saying? man, I'm impressed. I mean, even being around M, I don't like all M's production, but being around people he's that a, yeah. produce on a regular, he's probably been a, he's probably a freaking studio rat. That's probably true. You know what I'm saying? That's so probably true. You never know when you have access to those kind of dudes. I mean, making a whole record with Premiere. Yeah, multiple you know times. Multiple times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I could see I could see that being like yeah. his school. But you know what's funny? That shit don't sound like nothing like Premiere. Nah. It don't sound nothing like none of the people he's been around. That's why I want to know how long he's been producing. <laughs> yeah. Because it takes time. Like, I'm just now getting into my own where yeah. my stuff don't sound like yeah. the people that I've been around. You know what I'm saying? So I wonder how long he's been producing to where he's got to that point. Because, yeah. yeah, none of it sounds like M. Nope. None of it sounds like Dre. Don't sound like Primo. No. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't sound like none of them. And he sounds good over it. Sounds great over it. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Something's up, man. Sounds fucking great. Cheat code shit. How did he do this? Yeah, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. My favorites are the Mr. Grace intro. I play forever on the block. Thou shall with the one with Kid Vicious, Fubu mm -hmm. with Conway. Yeah, I love Conway's rhyme on there. Oh, he uh, kills it. Upside down with Benny the Butcher. Uh, the the Black Savage joint with Sci High and Ti, mm -hmm. Young World joint with Vince Staples and G Perico and Hero, the song about his father. I think that might be on favorite joint on the record. That joint is fire, and um, the one uh, the short one. It's towards the end of the record. Mm -hmm. Um, um, something about America. I want to say, but it's 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 like only a, like a minute and a half. Yeah, I think that's my favorite song. It's it's like he's really talking. Um, I know what you're the, talking um, about. Rhinestone. Um, Rhinestone. Um. Yeah. Do rag, do rag. Yep, I know you're That's my favorite song on the record. Yeah. Oh man, and it's only like a minute and a half, but the rhyme yeah. is so great. The beat is perfect, but Hero is definitely like, oh man. Yeah, that would be that Hero joint. Just on subject matter alone, it would probably be the best song on any record that yeah. he would put out. Just because it's like, it took some courage to come on here and admit oh, yeah. that you was wrong about right. your pops. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Like a lot of, it's easy to make the my dad ain't shit song. Right. But then know? come back and say, my bad. <laughs> Right. My bad, pops. I get it now. I, we should have had a conversation. You yeah. right, like you said. Like we should have talked first. My bad, because Book of Ryan was really dope. Yeah. I thought Book of Ryan was his best album until this one. Yeah, Book of Ryan was actually pretty good. It was too long too. Yeah, but it was pretty good. Yeah, man. So like I, this record just shocked the fuck out of me. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, and especially because I was kind of going into it thinking what you were saying. Like, mm -hmm. okay, this is not gonna be that interesting. Let me see what happens. But I just found myself like, yo, this is keeping me super engaged. Yeah, this might be really good. Let me just listen. To this. <laughs> yeah, that's why I went. That's no, why I went man. back a couple times because I'm yeah. like, there's some really good rhymes on. Here. Like first listen, I'm like, there's some really good rhyming on here. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And I think the reason that I didn't like it at first is because. I was expecting something and I got something different and I didn't allow it to. Yeah. You know, I didn't allow my mind to get into what he was doing because I'm so used to it being something else. And the more I listen to it, like this is some good fucking music, man. Yeah. Some good music, good raps, great guest appearances. Yeah, it's a good concept record. Like yeah. he did what a lot of producers probably couldn't do for him. Right. Which kind of, you know, we, we talked about it the other day off air about like, we're going to have to have a conversation about sober Royce yeah. very soon. Yes. Because this shit to yeah. me is like, hold on, man. The you, intro. Come on. The intro. The <laughs> so good. Oh, God. Classic. Oh, man. Like, it's so, it's like formless. Oh, man. But it's just like yeah. perfect. For, like almost like some spoken word. Yeah. Because it starts shit. out like you think it's going to be a song song. Yeah. And it's only like maybe 45 seconds of drums. <laughs> And then it starts going yeah. all these places and stuff. Yo. How do you do this shit? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm just the ultimate props. So I got to ask, how? <laughs> House way. And I make beats. Right. And I'm over here like, how'd you make that? <laughs> how? That how? just means I'm super impressed. Yes. Like, how did you do that, Royce? Yes. You know, Sober Royce, man, we got to talk about just how his career. I think you're, we're going to now, assuming he keeps going in this direction and is this ambitious, we're going to have... Royce post alcohol and mm -hmm. Royce, you know, saying pre alcohol catalogs to evaluate. Yeah. And I got the feeling his post alcohol catalog is going to be insane moving forward. If you are what you eat, how come I ain't goat? <laughs> right. <laughs> Dog. When I heard yeah. that line, I was like, yo, <laughs> yo. 
Yeah. I think he felt it too. That's why he kind of hollered it like yeah. he did. Like this is one of those lines, like punching somebody in the nose. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. So on a die line scale, I give him, I give him four and a half. Yeah, I was gonna give him four to four point two five die lines. Yeah, I give him four only because of the extra songs though. Four, yep, because it's too long. That's like it. if it was, if it was like forty, it was a 35, 45 minute range. Classic, classic record. Yeah, classic record. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so we'll take a break and we'll be right back. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career, is back in stock. All back in stock, and you can get all three of those for just $25 on waitlist.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on waitlist.net. Back to the show! Yeah, we here. Super Duty Tough Work, the most infamous podcast this side of Alum Creek. <laughs> <laughs> this side of Alum Creek, word. You know what I'm saying? We on the we on the west side of Allen Creek. We want to let y'all know. You know what I mean? All you podcasters on this side of the creek, watch back. Watch out. We here coming for y'all. We man. here, y'all. Yeah, we set tripping. Allen Creek. That's the that's the barrier. <laughs> Stay on your side. Word, word, word. Album reviews. You know, we just broke down uh, motherfucking Royce to five nine. And now we're going to give our two cents on friend of the show mm-hmm. who actually was on the show a couple episodes back. Facts. You know, Count Base D C B D album. Yeah. I'm biased. Mm-hmm, you are. Because Count's my man. Uh-huh. Man, this record's entertaining. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. I've never really listened to Count. Yeah. This is really my first time listening to a full Count Base D album. That's dope. And I'm going to be honest. At first, I didn't know what to think about. <laughs> like, <laughs> first listen, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Let me go back. Let me go back. Because like some because it was very entertaining. Like, there's yeah. some really dope lines. Yeah. There's like... There's a lot of really dope things going on on the record. Yes. But it's so unorthodox. Yes. It's so like. <laughs> it's bugged out. It's bugged out, but it's not. Right, right, right. Like right. it's it's in the pocket still. Yeah. But it's out there, but it's it's yeah. it's not. It's like weird. It's a weird thing. <laughs> but after listening to this record, because like since you sent me the um the list of the, the um albums and stuff since yeah. we figured that out. I've been, these are like really the only records I've been listening to is the records that were on the list for us to review. Yeah. Like, I, I find myself going back to this album because it's because it's so short. Yes. And it's perfectly short. See? Perfectly short. Like, what is it? Like 20 minutes? 21 minutes. 21 minutes long. <laughs> like, it's, it's super, like, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a big fan now. <laughs> I'm a big fan now. Like, I've, I've been going back in this catalog. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man. Like this record is super, super fresh, and I love the unorthodoxy of it. See, like it adds so much character and so much flavor to it. And yeah, man, it's a it's a freaking beautiful record. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like the thing that you're talking about, like that bugged out element account. Mm-hmm. That's like my favorite thing about him because he's kind of such a straightforward dude. Like mm-hmm. if you kick it with him, mm-hmm. he's just you new dude. But then you listen to his records; it's always some weird, funny bugged out shit going on and you're right. like this is fucking hilarious yeah but it's like like you're saying it's it's straightforward but then it's bugged at the same time it's not like how are you doing both of these things well because mm. some people when you talk about people who are i guess making quote unquote the real shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> right you know what i mean like it's like yeah beats samples whatever they don't have like that bugged out thing nah like was was ditc ever bugged out Nah, straight forward. AG. Straightforward. Yeah, it was Gangstar ever bugged out. Loop drum break. Yeah. Like, baseline. That's it. <laughs> it was never filtered filtered sample. That's it. Yeah. That's <laughs> filtered loop. Right. As baseline. Then sample. Then sample. Then straightforward rhyme about keeping it real. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was it. That was it, bro. That was it. They never were bugged out. Like 
I mean, even Nice and Smooth wasn't bugged out. Nah. They would say some funny lines, but they weren't bugged. Like Count to me is bugged, yeah. and and I mean that in the most positive, complimentary way as possible. Like, am I the only one? Yeah. <laughs> No, he, he don't rhyme yeah. at all, but exactly. he, it's almost like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Like, cause he just points out like just all this random shit where you listening to it and you like, hell yeah. That happened to me too. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you count. I feel you. Yeah. Yep, that's me too. Yeah, man. It's such, yeah. it's such an entertaining record. Yeah, man. And I was going to say the same things you were like, yo, one of the strengths of it is that it's 11 songs, 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. You can't get bored with this record. No, because you got to go back. Yeah. You, you got to go back. Twice. Yeah. On the first listen is really two listens. Mm-hmm. Because by the time he's at the end, you're like, oh, shit, it's over. <laughs> right. Right. I got to rewind this shit. Because yeah, I did Spotify and I was like, this ain't the same record. Hold up. It already went to, you know, his radio. I'm like, yeah. hold up. Let me go back. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, for the highlights, I got, uh, and I'm going to say, so these are some of my highlights with some of my, the lines that jump out to me. Mm. Uh, the nobody joint. Oh, nobody. Yep. Where he's talking about like the OGs and no matter how how much you show or how you prove these OGs from the 90s will still try to play you. Hell yeah. yeah. Getting money from the tours overseas but ain't made a, made a record when a studio was free. <laughs> mm. Facts. He was talking that shit Facts. on all Facts. And yeah. then the hook is so good. Too. Yeah. The hook is so good. <laughs> And then uh, you know that, that like you saying I can't tell I can't tell <laughs> why is that just so funny <laughs> every time that sample comes in man it's, I can't tell this is so fucking funny man oh goodness oh, this dude said unapologetically manspread and mansplain stand up when I piss with no guilt or shame <laughs> yo he was cooking man Cam was cooking on this record. <laughs> Oh. And then, uh, am I the only one? He says, oh, the woman's right to put a baby on the next nigga is ironclad and protected. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yo, he yes. Was talking to, she was talking his shit on this record, man. He was in yeah. his bag, man. Said, I don't care how much you bob your head. I know when I hear a fat beat. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. So many joints. Yeah, the show love joint is dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one that feels almost like it's like rhymes. Uh, like dimes, like mm-hmm. he's got that bugged out R and B sample. Yeah, it's yeah, like real eighties kind of feel. Yeah, yeah. this is super dope. Took the NPC and the Bible moms gave me talking about bad relationships and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the break bread song, that's the last song on the record. Mm-hmm. That's that's the realest shit on the record because he's talking yeah. about just like okay, what happens after this shit is over? Mm-hmm. Were you a dude to try to survive off of props and respect? Yeah, or our motherfuckers gonna pay you for what you what you do? And yeah. uh, it's a conversation everybody gotta have. And uh, you know, he said he said they swear there ain't no budget wearing Kanye sneakers. <laughs> he said, You ain't no better than Doom and Doom paid me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't count. <laughs> Cook it. Oh, Yo man. man. Yeah, man. Count count is my man. Yeah, and, man. And this one is like it's such a refreshing record. Yeah. Cause like, oh yeah, this is this is that his shit. It's really it's it's like it's not for me, even like um, um, Nosebone. Yeah. It's just a little, just a little interlude. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Yeah. The one song, the like the Be Mine song, I feel like that's a parody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He starts out like, I don't want no space. And I want you to basically saying all the shit that dudes shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And then the second break, talk about how he's just on some player shit and you right. can't get it anyway. But right. it's just like, <laughs> Forever be. Right. Yeah, that shit's dope. So yeah, man, this count I gotta give it at least four out of five dylons, man. Man, I'm going what five, it is, man. Because it's like I don't find any flaws in it. I'm going five dylons on it because yeah. I every song. Yeah, I think every song I'm going five. I'm going yeah. five. So we can we can we can split it at four and a half. Four and a half out of five dylons. Yeah, please. man, record is really dope. If you haven't heard this record yet. Yeah. It's on Spotify. It's on yeah. It's on all the streaming platforms. Give it a chance. You'll probably be like me if you haven't listened <laughs> to any count. Like it'll probably throw you off first couple listens. But yeah. give it a chance and listen to his lyrics. Listen to what he's saying, and it'll it'll definitely brighten your day. <laughs> yeah. And the thing too, man, I, I want to add is like, you know, obviously we we are doing these album reviews, but anybody we've actually interviewed on this show. Mm-hmm. We would like to invite our fans to visit their catalog. Yes, please. There's a reason that we bring them on here. You know, we obviously respect and admire them as people, 
But even bigger than that, it's like as artists, it's like, yo, we feel that if we put them on here, they're worthy of your support. So please, anybody that we're talking about on this podcast that we had on that as guests, go check out that music. Please do. That's the way this shit stays alive. It's right. not this, you're not gonna see no ads on the radio about count, you're not gonna see no billboards, you're mm-hmm. not gonna see none of that other shit, nothing on Facebook or, but, but what we do have is platforms like this that we control, that we can make sure, instead of talking shit about bad music, right. we're giving us a spotlight and a highlight to dope shit. Right. And we'd like y'all to go support them. Facts. Okay, so we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Yeah. What up everybody? Quick reminder, Super Duty Tough Work hoodies, back in stock. We got smalls, back in stock. Medium, back in stock. Large, back in stock. Extra large, back in stock. 2XL, sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah, every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad. Back to the show. Booyaka. Word, word, word. Hope y'all enjoying this episode and uh, taking time to listen to these records. Yeah. You can do that, actually, while you listen to this episode. Yeah, you should. You know, shit. Throw the record on and listen to these 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 cats. Yeah. And so this next section, we're gonna actually talk about two records, right? That we feel are kind of the same but kind of different. Yes. And uh, these two records, one is Boldy James, mm-hmm. and the name of the record is The Price of Tea in China, and then the second record is Friend of the Show, mm-hmm. Midas the Beast, mm-hmm. Where the Sidewalk Ends. <sighs> Now, such a great fucking title too yeah such a great title <laughs> the cover with, image is sick too and with the poem and, and as the intro with the little kid yeah man yeah, yeah bro so like the thing about these records is like we know in our lane there's this whole post rock marciano mm-hmm. era mm-hmm. of hip-hop where it's dudes really rhyming Mm-hmm. over sparse beats mm-hmm. some of the times the beats will have no drums right sometimes they'll have minimal drums right usually very dark production sometimes very loop based and uh this is something where the vocal is at the forefront right as opposed to the drums being you know the thing that drives the beat and uh there's a lot of people in that lane it's a whole genre now mm-hmm um, but that's why we're talking about these records together. So the Boldy James record, this was actually <clears throat> suggested at the uh, given to us at the suggestion of Shankar, right? Friend of the show, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And old weightless board Shankar, right? And uh, he was like, "Yo, review the next the Boldy James." So I didn't know much about him. Mm-hmm. I heard his name his name plenty of times, like you. But then as I listened to the record, I'm like, "Oh, this is what this lane is in." I'm hearing the Alchemist beats. I'm hearing him in the pocket chilling. And to me, this is a record. I've seen get a lot of hype, but I'll be honest, it didn't hit me. I was doing, I went to work out when I first got this record. That was mis- uh, mistake number move. one. Bad move. I was doing push-ups and sit-ups. Yeah. Let me throw this Boldy James on. Yeah. Okay. No, doesn't nah. work in that setting. Nah. Um, Try it a little later. It's cool. In a more chill setting. But I, what I think listening to it in the wrong setting revealed to me, well, like, this is the kind of record that if you're in that mood and you want to hear some dark, l- slow, mellow, straightforward dude rapping, m- monotone. Yes. N- you know what I'm saying? No inflection. Zero inflection yeah. at all. Not the most clever rhymer. You know right. what I'm saying? And beats good that, rapper. You're a good rapper. Yeah. But beats that do not change. Right. Um, This record is not going to be, it's not going to hit you unless you're absolutely ready to hear just that thing. Right. And I think that's where it kind of lost me because I felt like, yo, four songs in, five songs in, I was bored to death. Dog, I literally have written on my notes. <laughs> I think it starts strong, but it loses me about song five. <laughs> it's not just me, dude. Yeah. Good. Like, I, I think the beats are good. Yeah. I mean, it's the Alchemist. Right, right, know. right. I mean, come on. They're solid. But yeah. it's loops. Mm-hmm. And... After a while, everything starts to mesh together. Yes. After a while, it starts to sound like the same song over and over and over again. Yes. And there's nothing really exciting about it. Mm-mm. The rap, I mean, he can rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, his voice is good for a time. Right. right. But after, you know, four or five songs, it's like, do something else, please. <laughs> like, I mean. And, I agree. And it's not like he's doing anything bad. Yeah. It's just, and, and this record isn't long. Yeah. 
It's it, this record it's is like thirty eight minutes or something. It's like the that. antithesis of the Count Basie record in yeah. terms of being interesting. Oh, completely. It's like opposite. Everything Count does to be interesting, this record did the opposite right. to be uninteresting. Right. It's like, and I also one, one thing I, I want to talk to talk about is the the Alchemist production. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be considered blasphemous to say this, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's produced that well. It's like there's nothing again. It's not a record that stands out. No. Like there's. There's good beats on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah, the production is good. Yeah. And it it's, it, but it's not interesting. Thank you. That's what it is. It's it, just, yeah. It's like, technically, that's a good beat. Yeah. But when you put that beat with him, is it interesting? No. No. Mm. And, and I think that's where it kind of falls apart to me as well, because it's like, being a producer isn't just about um, uh, giving someone a dope beat. Mm-hmm. It's got to be about giving them the best beat for them. It's about producing. Yeah. It's not about making a beat. It's about producing. Yeah. Like, what are that person's strengths? Mm-hmm. If the reason that Guru worked with Premier was because Premier didn't give Guru a bunch of laid back beats that mm-hmm. made people fall asleep because he was already monotone. Right. So he had to have some hyper shit behind him to make it to have, you know, a, a fire and ice kind of combination. Yeah. And he wasn't, and, you know, and <sighs> Guru could just be in a pocket. Yeah. Because premier complimented him right he didn't just say here's 10 beats that all sound the same Mm -hmm. um write some raps that Mm -hmm. don't vary that much and then we're gonna feed it to these people who are gonna hear just that right the record is boring to me man yeah isn't there's that's what i'm saying after and it's what 13 14 songs on it yeah yeah after about song four or five it's like okay and then song six comes on you're like Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, not again. Not again. Not again. Every time I got to that point, I'd be like, <sighs> right. Flashbacks of the first time I got bored to right. this record. Right. And I know some people are going to disagree. You know, he's got a lot of buzz and he's now he's down with Griselda and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. the people who are into that. But I think he's boring in comparison to Griselda. Right. And but Griselda has they charisma. Got charisma. They have and and they have voice inflection. Yeah, they talk about they talk that talk. They talk that talk and they move their vocals up and down. There's inflection on on words. There's inflection on mm-hmm. lines. There's you know movement of their yeah. voices. You know what I'm saying? Like even Westside Gun still has some inflection. Yeah, like his voice is dope by itself, but he still moves it around in in the pocket where he lives. Yeah, it's. It, this isn't that. No, no. And, and so, and that's why we want to talk about this record with the Midas the Beat re- Beast record, mm-hmm. Where the Sidewalk Ends. To many fans, these are similar, similar mm-hmm. but they're really different. Yes. Because while both of them do have kind of sparse production with like loops or or things that it's not super fully produced out, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh damn, so much shit going on. And sometimes there's rhyme, rhyming over some shit with no drums on there. Mm-hmm. They both have that element. Um, but Midas is infinitely more interesting. He's a, I mean, he's a better, he's a better lyricist. <laughs> yes. He has a better voice. Thank you. The beats are better. <laughs> Thank you. The beats are more interesting. Like even though the beats are playing the background, they, they grab my ear as to what they're doing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, even though, and it's not just loops. Yep. Like the beats move. Yep. With the lyrics. They have like intros, yep. outros, yeah. vocal samples. Yep. You know, there's none of that shit on the Boldy James record. Nah. There's not like a crazy bugged out vocal samples that keep you paying attention when a song ends. It's just like song ends, beat drums fade out. Yep. Set, repeat, rhyme for a couple minutes, drums fade out. Yep. And like I said, Bodie is kind of like a, 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 a Vince Staples with no charisma, with mm. no voice. Mm. Vince is kind of like all voice and charisma. Yeah. Bodie is just like the same, but no charisma. Yeah. You know, so I, I think like if you're looking for this kind of record, you know what I'm saying? You want to hear this shit done well, fuck with Midas the Beast. Yes. Because he's going to be slept on because he don't got Alchemist on the production. Right. But he's rhyming his ass off. On I mean, record. who produced his record? Um, golly, I didn't write it down. I should have wrote it down. I know it's uh, it ain't Dale Digger. I don't know. It's one of his guys did it. It's but it's yeah. produced very well. Yes, and the way and and the thing is like every song, like even though it's a mellow record as well, mm-hmm. his voice actually changes from song to song. Boom! Like he doesn't sound the same on every song. It's not the same. Like it's still kind of you know monotone and mellowed out. Yeah, but there's some inflection there there's like you can hear him get a little hyper on certain joints Mm -hmm. like you you can hear some differences when you're listening to it now it's still 
kind of in the same lane as far as mellowness, as far as the production. Yeah. But the production is interesting enough to keep you interested. I agree. And it's another short record. I think it's only like 30 minutes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Whereas like same thing with the body. I'm like, yo, this is too long. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, do I think it's too long because it's not good or do I legit think it's too long? I'm Honestly, to- I think it's too long because it's not good. Yeah. Probably should have been EP. Yeah, because it's because it's still only thirty five minutes or something. Yeah, that's not. That yeah, long. it's not like it's like <laughs> two hours. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. it's not as long as the Royce's record. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I found that record. It just it just did not have the variation that I would have liked if I'm listening to a full length record from an artist. Like this is by the second third track, you got it. Yeah, figured out. Yeah, then it's like okay, number four comes on. It's like <laughs> all right, here we go again. Then number five comes on. It's like oh come on, bro. <laughs> Then six come on. It's like nah, nah. Come yeah, on. How many more you these can't, you got? You can't. You ain't. You joking, right? Yeah. You joking, right? But the joint, um, Giant Slide on um, Bodie James. That's the best song on it. Best song on the record. First song on the song on the album, isn't it? I know. No, second. Second. The, second, okay. second song. Yeah, that song's yeah, good. Giant yeah. Slide. Beat is crazy. Yeah. Um, minus beat. Minus the beat. My favorite song is Tony, Tony Dorsett. Yeah. Yeah. That joint is yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's he in goes in <laughs> on that joint. Like I played that song a lot. Yeah, that song is crazy though. Yeah, man. So, so that's those two. So we got one more joint. One more. This is what the people been waiting on. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, the last joint we're gonna talk about is J Electronica. J Electronica. J. Yeah, <laughs> you know the guy who we we speak we spoke about him on this podcast. We have before. talked about him. I mean, I feel like we probably responsible for you know even this you know thing happening. But whatever, you know, you're welcome, Jay. You're welcome. You know, just send we, us a card. We lit a fire under your ass. We need a plus one if you play Columbus. Yeah, you know somebody tagged you on that podcast. He's <laughs> like, these these cats talking shit. They ain't lying, no. Nah. They ain't lying. You but they talking a lot of shit. Let me just put some milk and shut these bitch ass motherfuckers up. <laughs> Saying I ain't never gonna drop a record. Oh, uh, these fools talking too much. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so given the previous episode where we talked about why he wasn't gonna drop a record, mm-hmm. in that episode, we did state that there was no way that what he dropped would not be a disappointment. Right. There would be almost no way to to match the expectations. And because of that, he probably didn't want to drop a record. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like even leading to his record and his comments on it, even on the album, he knew that. Mm-hmm. He knew very well that, okay, if I drop this record and it's not crazy, mm-hmm. people are going to say, I'm, I'm whack because they waited 10, 11 years on this. Mm-hmm. And so what I think he kind of did was he kind of dropped the record. He changed just enough things on this record Mm -hmm. to almost remove the expectations that we had going in. Yep. One was he made a really short record. Yes. Which is good. Which is good. We can't complain about that. So, so, but when you're thinking solo album, Mm -hmm. solo debut, right. The length kind of changes, you know, the second thing was he had Jay-Z on every fucking song to where it's like, is this a solo record or not? See, I think my my thought on this is that we still I'm still expecting a debut album from Jay Electronica. That's why that's what I think he did on purpose. Cause like it it'd be like if Watch the Throne was Kanye's first record. Yes. Then you'd be like, okay, we still need a record from you. Right. Without this guy. Right. Yeah. Ah, excuse me. Bless you. Oh. But yeah, and so it's like to talk about this record, I got I got like three issues with this record. I got a couple. <laughs> My first couple. Rec- issue is the production. Mm-hmm. I think we probably agree there. Given everything that he did leading up to that, mm-hmm. especially his work with Just Blaze, the beats on here are nothing less than a disappointment. Some of them are good. Some of them are good. Mm-hmm. There's like three I really like. Mm-hmm. And then there's like three or four. I'm just like, eh. They're cool. Yeah, they're all right. They're all there. And then there's one. I'm like, why? Why is this on here? Yeah. Yeah. But it's only got like eight songs on yeah. it. You can't really. It's got like two or three interludes, mm-hmm. seven or eight songs. Mm-hmm. You can't really waste songs with right. average beats when you only giving people eight of them. Yeah. And so the production, I don't like that. You know, the, the, the engineering. Yeah. It sounds like shit. Even I heard that this record wasn't mixed well, and I ain't been at this that long. Yeah. But yeah. when when I first put it on in headphones, I was like, "This ain't mixed good." Yeah. 
like like is is this guru guru did this yeah mm, yeah and it sounds better on my monitors my studio monitors but i still don't like how it's mixed yeah it sounds like shit yeah i don't like how especially it in headphones mm-hmm. it's like this sounds worse than most independent rap records put out now yeah it and sounds like it was only concentrated on the vocals and the production wasn't yeah was it mixed as well as the vocals were mixed yeah, yeah. and it and it and it um the vocals drown out the beats mm-hmm. on a lot of the record, mm-hmm. which to me is a sign that they did not take the time to mix the record. Because when you don't got the time to mix nothing, you just make sure the vocals is loud enough. Yep, two track it. <laughs> and step off. Yeah. You're not trying to really make them sit in the pocket and EQ and carve out space or that. You're not doing that. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, man, look, can you hear Jay? Mm-hmm. Can you hear him? Put it out. Yeah. And that's what it feels like, man. So the production is my number one issue. I think we said, where's Just Blaze? How you gonna give us classic joints with just blaze and then you come back with this shit yeah i don't think there's anything that touches his best work with just blaze on this record no not even not production wise not production no. wise. it's like no so you got a couple songs where he's really rhyming really well mm-hmm. and i like but i'm just like man you should have gave that man some burn yeah you know second issue jay-z dog jay is in top form he sounds great top form on this record like and i think honestly it would take somebody like jay electronica to put jay in that place it'd be like jay-z doing a record with kendrick lamar right you know right, what i'm saying right, like right, he right. when he knows his pen game has to be on point i mean the yeah. the concepts everything else and you should have known that going in he's he kind of he kind of killed him on his own shit a little bit like and jay like i like the thing that saves this record for me is the rhyming yeah the because you know you we we've had conversations before where i can listen to a beat that's produced i mean a record that's not produced that well if the raps are really good that's true and i've listened to this record a lot too and the thing it grows on me because the raps are so good yes so i find myself listening to songs where the producer in me is like i don't like this beat (laughs) the rapper in me is like they are killing this shit though <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it's it's a it's a dichotomy inside me now. Yeah. You know what I mean? To where yeah. like the ra- some of the raps are just I mean, some of his lines, Jay Z, yeah. like they they sound really good together too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't know, man. Dog, when every time I listen to the record, because I went into this wanting to hear a Jay Electronica album. Mm-hmm. So every time Jay-Z would come in rapping, I would just get confused as yeah. fuck. Like, where am I? Especially because he's not credited. So oh, when when you pull it up before everybody, you know, first day it came out, yeah. nobody really knew. Yeah. And it wasn't like all a buzz. And I put it on and I'm like, why is Jay-Z's voice the first voice that I hear on a debut album that cats have been waiting on for 10 years? It's a cop out. It's mm-hmm. like, this is so fucked up. And like, I own Jay-Z albums. Mm-hmm. I bought them. Yes. I've got many records. I, I like Jay-Z. Yep. But I don't want to hear Jay-Z on this album. Right. I want to hear Jay Electronica. I want to hear Jay Electronica. That's what I went into this listening to. If I wanted to hear Jay-Z, I'd have turned on a Jay-Z record. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't have a choice. I feel mm-hmm. like I was held hostage. <laughs> I felt like you was force fed Jay-Z. Yeah, I was bamboozled. I was tied down. I forced to listen to Jay-Z when I didn't agree to that. We had an agreement, Jay Electronica. You violated this agreement by fucking giving us Jay-Z when we didn't ask you for him. Yeah, and like a feature? Okay. Fine. Okay. And then you had to let this this fool outshine you on every track. Man, come on. You can't be in the pocket with Jay doing that. Nah. He was killing you every song. The only song you used him right was at the end where you used him on just the hook. Yes. You should have done that the whole album. Mm-hmm. Don't let that man get out there and out rhyme you like that. <laughs> Don't even rap at all. Yeah. That's the only way you're not getting out rhymed. Yeah, because Jay don't play. Jay don't play. He knew what he was doing. He knew, he knew, like, yo, I'm getting. And another thing, Jay-Z is first on pretty much every song. (sighs) Come on, Every song that he's on, Jay-Z's voice is the first voice you hear. That pisses me off. I'm not, I don't, like, there's, there's something about a debut album. Yeah. That makes you. I don't know, feel warm and fuzzy about the artist that you're listening to because you've yeah. been building up from singles and all this and stuff. And I think because of the myth of Jay Electronica that has been created over the years, I think either he was copping out or he didn't feel like he needed to have a debut album that was just him or he was scared. 
there's a there's like a few things. Yeah. That he he either cheating cheating the fans or he's scared. Yep. My theory was that the only re- reason I think Jay Z knew the only way that record was getting done is if he rhymed first and put the pressure on Jay Electronica. That's that, and that is strongly possible. You know, because he like dog. You've been on my label for ten years. You gotta do something. You put out singles. Well, you and me more. Okay, well then, what beat you about? You? Oh, that's your beat. Okay, well I'm gonna go rhyme to it. Yeah. Now you gotta rhyme to it. Yeah. Because you can't disappoint Jay Z mm-hmm. because you know I wouldn't do this for nobody else. Right. Like when the last time Jay Z did eight songs for anyone? He didn't even do that shit for fucking Memphis Bleak. Right. <laughs> right. It has his bits. Never did that. Honey Grandmans. Didn't do it for Benny Siegel. Nope. Didn't do it for Kanye. Nope. Didn't do it for nobody. No. Nope. Hasn't done it for Beyonce. Right. <laughs> his wife. Right. Yet here we are. Mm-hmm. He's rhyming on every song on this fool's record. Yeah. Uh, do they rhyme well? Yes. Yes. Uh, the third record, to third issue to me is just the, the rushed sound of it. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about with the mixing, like the 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 conceptually, it doesn't always come together conceptually like I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Like especially like the last song when Jay's, this kind of sounds like is it a love song and then Jay's he comes a little bit different. Like are they, mm-hmm. I don't know, but it just sounds rushed to me. It doesn't sound like what you would expect someone who's been working on a record for multiple years mm-hmm. to make that in and of itself means it's automatically going to be a disappointment to, to most. I just don't think the, the craftsmanship is there. Right, right, right. You, you know what I mean? I feel that. Like that's <clears throat> the thing. It's like, I listen to, to, to Count's record. I hear craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. I listen to Royce's record. I hear craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. Someone who clearly labored over every little interlude and every little voice in the background and making sure these things sounded like they were really happening right then and there and, and, and placing it in front of this song and setting up that thing, which goes into this song. Mm-hmm. We talk about this topic and go out. You see what I'm saying? The Royce record is crafted. Mm-hmm. This record is put together. Mm-hmm. This record is like when Jay Electronica first came on the scene, he put out records because he had something to say. Right, right. This record was put out because Jay Electronica had to say something. Mm-hmm. Right? Like he was forced to right. say something. Instead of having something to say. Yeah. Somebody asking you, don't you got something to say? Yeah. You gotta say something. You gotta now. say something now. He went from I got something to say to you gotta say something. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. Yeah. It's a different energy. This is the I gotta get the record out to get the monkey off my back album. Mm-hmm. This is not the I'm the dopest rapper of the last 10 years and I'm going to prove it because I've been in a lab and this shit will stand up and stand the test of time like everything else. Mm. It's not that record. No. Is it some good rapping on it? Certainly. Yeah. It's a couple of really good beats, you mm-hmm. know, but as an album, I just don't necessarily feel like it's going to take that place to me because of the, 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 the production flaws, the Jay-Z presence, and it just doesn't hit the mark that I think uh, people were expecting. The first half of the blinding is the best first half of a song <laughs> on this record. The rest yeah. of it is good. Yeah. That for me, that is the highlight of the record. The first half of that song. And then everything else is good yeah. as far as the production. I mean, I think there's some like the um the joint with Alchemist, the uh, Ezekiel's Will, I think it is. Yeah, I is got that? some notes on that one. Yeah, that's the <clears throat> yep. That joint is that joint is yeah. probably the best song. Like he's got some good rhymes on there. Completely put together song. That's probably the best put together song. But because Jay <laughs> only does the hook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah. Like you know, I'm as I said. Like as I listen to the record more, I like it more because of the rhymes. But it's not any beats that are grabbing me. It's not anything crazy that are grabbing me. Um, in the mixing area, but the raps. I can't get past the raps. They some good ass rappers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the raps is what's keeping me. But as a day, I think I, like I said, I still, I still need a debut record from Jay Electronica. I agree. Like the highlights for me, like the never ending story. Yes. Universal soldier. Yes. And fruits of spirit, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but the only problem I got with future spirit is like, it feels like he's rhyming things that he's saying things he's already said before. Another old material. Yeah. Like you rhymed Nazareth. Mm hmm. 18 mm-hmm. times already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And five other songs. Like, yeah. okay, we get it. You know, but yeah. 
that's the only thing but it's still a fire song yeah it just doesn't feel new to me um but you know that's it man let me think what would what, you give it um three and a half three and a half mm-hmm. yeah i think i gave it like two and a half to three dylons mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying three, it's like and i can't give it no higher than three the, personally the rhymes take it that extra dial that extra half dylon for me <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> that half dylon is because the raps are so good yeah but i'm so i'm so let down by it yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't know i was expecting like I was I was expecting you know ten exhibit C's like you know what I'm saying <laughs> at least one at least one I guess yeah at least if one. if he did that once I'd have been happy yeah and a little more um there's not a lot of movement as far as topics either none it's very like yep. you know I'm a Muslim you know what I'm saying the end. and that's that's what I rap about yeah being a Muslim on this whole record yeah. There's life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like Muslims I'm, do more than just rap. I know yeah. you experienced some things in this ten years. Like, yeah. where is all of you know? I'm not saying he don't touch on on anything else, but for the most part, like that's where yeah. the raps are, and it's good raps about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, just you know, three and a half for me. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think on average was about we'll give it about two point <laughs> seven five die lines. <laughs> 2.75 dylons. We're gonna average our score. 2.75 dylons for Jay Electronica. <laughs> did we um we didn't give the dylons for Midas and uh Oh shit, we sure and did. Bodie. You're right, you're right. What do, what do you want to give the Bo- the Bodie? I only gave that two dylons. I gave it two and a half. I yeah. gave it two and a half. Okay, so we'll just say two and a half dylons. Um the Midas I gave it four. Nice, yeah. I gave 3.75. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll say. Yeah. Yeah, so let, we're gonna read back what we gave him the Dylon score <laughs> this episode Royce the 59 allegory I think we gave it four out of five Dylons mm-hmm. only because it was a little too long mm-hmm. probably would have been way higher uh, J Electronica 2.75 Dylons <laughs> out of five <laughs> Count Base D 4.5 Dylons <laughs> Boldy James 2.5 Dylon <laughs> Midas 3.75 Dylons and uh, <laughs> that's it for this week man Yeah. see y'all next week Peace, peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>